All righty. Happy Monday, everyone. You have tuned in to WRLR 98.3. Sorry about that little mishap uh, in our intro. We got all goofy with the music. Couldn't, they just couldn't... got to hear me sing a little bit longer. Yeah. So again, I want to really apologize <laughs> for that. <laughs> You've tuned in to Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. I'm your host, Marty Gillespie. And of course, I can't do it alone. No. I need my bestest buddy here. There she is. Oh, see her back to the high, the high voice. Yeah, no, no. You know what? I I talked to somebody over the weekend. Uh oh. And said, oh, I really, really enjoy your show. And 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 that and and what? And he's like, and 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 then that Tiffany. He said it just like that. <laughs> she is so funny. <laughs> So there you go. I said, yeah, she wants to lose that. She wants to she wants to go more serious. And he goes, no, tell her not to. Yeah. I so, think you're just saying no, that to I'm humor not. me. I am you not. You do that sometimes, oh, you know. No, I never. I'm not, I'm not interested <laughs> in humoring you. What, are you kidding me? Okay. You're giving me too much credit. It's like 70 degrees out. Isn't that fantastic? Where's your flip-flops? Uh, you know what? I got these These kind of, oh, I almost unplugged myself. Look at this. Like these, oh, these are just, these are yeah. almost, almost You're flip-flops. You're kind of like loafer kind yeah, of thing. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll let exactly. you, because it's not quite 80 degrees, no, no. but it's not cold. And okay, I'll give you that. I would be wearing flip-flops, but I need a pedicure first. I need a, I need a, <gasps> a spring-summer pedicure. Yeah. I don't want to show off my toes. Ooh. These are winter toes. Yeah, yeah. we don't like no, winter we don't, toes. We don't want those. No. <laughs> so for those of you who tuned in, this is not the pedicure hour. This is Bacon <laughs> Bits. And uh, what we do is we try to help you navigate those paths of happiness. We understand wholeheartedly and 100% that there are plenty of reasons to be angry and sad and just upset and uh, even uh, even fearful. Uh, so you see, happiness is outnumbered three to one. So what we do is we're trying to show you some of those shortcuts to uh, build up that happiness muscle. You know, you've got to work it out. <laughs> what are you grinning <laughs> over there? I'm laughing at you because people, of course, can't see you, but no, you're but doing I'm, your I'm, hand. I'm, your, I'm your, mimicking the whole your thing. Your Italian right? yeah, hand ex- signals, exactly. you know, with the, the muscle. Oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> that's not Italian. This is Sicilian, baby. Oh, is that oh, what that's that right. is? Sicilian is Italian with an upgrade. I know. Well, okay. that, I didn't realize <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's what. The whole thing is all the hand gestures. Yeah. So oh, anyway, funny. yes, yes. Um, I cannot <laughs> speak with uh, without moving my hands at least a little bit. A little okay. bit. Yeah, so okay. there you go. So today, uh, Tiffany, uh, Tiffaru, you know what we're going to be talking about, right? Yes, and I'm a little confused. Oh, good. Because it's um, intentional stress. Yeah. And then you said some stress is good stress. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm kind of confused about because right. I thought the yeah. show was about um, bad stress that people intentionally Ooh, do well that's so good that's, that's good kind of, no that's all right kind of we'll expand upon this whole thing oh, no okay. the, the whole idea here is is this that uh stress in many ways has gotten a bad rap all right a lot of people just start look is it a bad rap or a bad rep i think it's bad rep stress has got a bad rep it's short for reputation yeah i guess yeah and not that not that uh, stress listens we'll to bad the, um, rap music yeah that's the slang yeah that's that's term. our new slang that's new we're, slang. we're we're changing it all yeah because right, when so, you think of stress you think of um uh ulcers yeah yeah you know, exactly and, and then and if that's you stress the, you that's get the sick. ultimate thing that's right. the ultimate so right. what ends up happening is uh you know what let me you want to just get started you want <laughs> right, to yeah, sure. yeah i mean since we started anyway so i just want to kind of read this and maybe this will give you kind of an idea kind of see where i'm going with this okay but i do want to explore more of what you're saying about how other people intentionally try to stress us out okay okay uh so today we are going to be talking about intentional stress uh stress in general but i want us to have an open mind about 
reaching out for stress, looking for things that stress us. Very good. Uh, there you now she's I'm getting in touch out. with her. Yes, there you go. All right. So Tiffany, imagine lifting weights, mm-hmm. running a treadmill, mm-hmm. or riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you're really pushing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Your heart starts pounding, right? I think I'm uh, gonna die. Your breath okay. quicken, <laughs> your breath quickens, right? And you start to sweat, right? Okay, that all yes. makes sense. Yep. All right, now step away from that. Step now away. imagine you're being called into HR at the office. Oh. All right. Uh, you're waiting for a call from the doctor, like from a test or something uh-huh. like that. Okay. Uh-huh. Or you're about to propose or be, pro- or you think you're going to be proposed to by that special someone. Okay. What ends up happening? What? Your heart starts pounding. Yes. Uh, and you get breath, the lump in your throat. Your breath quickens and you start to sweat a little bit. And that yeah, lump. Yeah, exactly. What is that lump? That is, I don't know. Do you maybe know maybe you is? don't, you have to chew your food better. Okay. <laughs> So what I'm saying here is notice that the same reaction, your body goes through the same reaction in that exercise that you do, as well as hitting those other stressful moments in time. And when you get a stress test and you get a shot, yes. that makes your heart pound well, and all that right, kind of right. stuff. Yeah, too. that's fun. That's just darn fun, those stress tests. Yeah. But that's what ends up happening. I want you to, so when you, I want you to compare the two. Notice how sometimes we go out of our way and we exercise we put our muscles, we put our body under stress. That's what you're saying is the good stress. Well, no, no, no. no. Oh. We're going to expand more. Oh, We're going to expand more on this. Okay. okay? Uh, because what ends up happening is notice that it's the exact same feeling. Our heart uh, speeds up. Our breath uh, quickens. Okay, we get sweaty when we are nervous, when something happens that uh, that gives us stress versus how we stress our muscles and we stress our body. It's the same reaction the problem is it's the way that we react to what's happening that can hurt us or help us. Or if you have a crush on a guy or a girl and when yes. you see him and then your heart starts pounding exactly. and then your hands get all sweaty because you're exactly. all excited right. to see him. See, but now that's that's still your body's going under stress. Yeah. But notice you're excited. And I'm glad you used yeah. that word excited because that's the word we want to do. When we are under a stressful a situation that's making us feel bad, you have to turn this around and say, I am excited about this. I'm anxious about it in a good way. And this is how we make stress a positive thing in our life and not a negative thing in our life. Okay. I I could understand that. But if you're waiting for news from the doctor uh-huh. or, yes. you know, that negative stuff, it's really difficult to make it right? into a but, positive. But haven't we done the, uh, that, that prayer, the serenity prayer? plenty of times to kind of understand that almost why, every every show uh, right that that the whole idea there is that when we're faced with news and you're waiting for the doctor what we have to do is say there's nothing i can do right now i'm waiting to hear from the doctor so don't let it um hurt me don't let it affect me uh in a negative way until i hear the news the news might be really good news and all i've done is i've made i've ruined my day waiting anticipating bad news yes so the idea here is we're going to help people turn this around and try to deal with stress. And then the way we're going to do this is by saying that almost all stress, all stress that we go through can be looked upon in a positive way and it can be used beneficially. Hmm. All right. Because we've talked about this in the past. Uh, evolutionarily speaking, we have changed as humans. We've grown and we, there are things about us like being able to be stressful that, uh, we still have right now. Now, when you go back to the days of like cavemen, etc., stress, those responses were, uh, you get really, fr- you know, really spooked and it's a uh, fight or flight. You've heard fight, fight or flight, mm-hmm. right? So it's fight or flight or freeze. 
sometimes you get so scared, you either are ready and you get this adrenaline boost and you start fighting, you run away, that's the flight, or you freeze and you have no idea what to do. And this was important uh, in the days when we were Neanderthals, okay, cavemen, because the things we were afraid of was other people trying to kill us or right, take our food or something or a saber-toothed tiger jumping oh, out of the bushes, right? I hate when I hate happen. it, right? Exactly. But nowadays, most of the the things that we stress about are psychological problems. They're things that we allow ourselves to build into bigger problems than they really are. We anticipate bad news and we start making them bigger and bigger. And because they are not uh, something that ends quickly, like in other words, I'm walking by a bush and um, I'm, I'm hunting wild boar in the jungle somewhere <laughs> and I hear the bush shake. Oh. I get stressed out because I think, oh my gosh, it could be a, uh, a saber-toothed tiger, right? And uh, the bush opens up and it's it's Thag. My buddy Thag, the uh, other caveman. That's I think that's a popular caveman name. And he comes out. He's laughing. He's like, oh, I'm just here to help you. And then a saber-toothed tiger comes I'm, behind him and, and eats, eats him. him. And then I'm safe, right? Because that's exactly how Thag went. But <laughs> so, in other words, the the stress happened really quick. It was, it was a, we had to react to it immediately. It was, it was imminent danger. It was something very quick. But nowadays, modern human, what we did, we, we still have that same, that same feeling, that same emotion, that stressful uh, reaction. But what we do is we're creating things in our head that last a very long time. Okay. And we start stressing over those things. And that's when we allow it to be so negative in our minds that it starts uh, affecting us physically. All right. And so what we have to do is learn that the reason we stress things was a, uh, it's a way of protecting ourselves. Hmm. Okay, so stress is important because it, it protects us. It teaches us. It uh, helps us to say, I won't do that again. Okay, or I'm going to anticipate something and I have to make a quick decision. You know, uh, think about this. Obviously, I some, have to think. Yes, you have to think just okay. for a moment. Not, just for not a moment. long. I'm okay. not going to make you think long. Phew. But think about uh, a time someone scared you. <laughs> like they, right, exactly. Just like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you scare yourself? No. Yeah. You. <laughs> so I want you, okay. I want, think about this. Somebody scares you. They, they, they jump out of, from around the corner or something and they scream. Mm -hmm. What does your body go through it immediately? What do you think? I don't know. My face gets all flushed. All right. But, um, your, your muscles tense up, right? Like you jump, you jump a mm -hmm. little bit, right? And so it's that idea of your body immediately, immediately, uh, switches, uh, what's most important. And the most important things are not. Oh, let me see. What should I make? What should I buy from the grocery store tomorrow? No, what you're doing is thinking, how do I get out of here? How do I protect myself? The adrenaline boosts up. Your muscles uh, uh, tighten up. Your your arteries constrict. So it pushes uh, blood faster through your body to your heart. Your heart like pounds faster and pushes it out. So the oxygen goes to your muscles. Okay. That's why your heart pumps so fast because it's pushing more oxygen to your muscles and more blood to your muscles so that you can react quicker. So that's how um, your adrenaline going in. They say you get this extra strength. Like they exactly. said, you could lift back, a car. Lift a car. Yes. Back when I was a kid, there, there was a few stories that someone got hit by a car or whatever and they just lifted the car up because yeah. they had all this stress yeah, exactly. and strength and all that kind of stuff. You know I what? Don't know. I don't know. I wasn't I don't, there. I didn't I don't see know who it, the but... person. I don't know. I've heard the same stories. I don't you know who did, the person. Really? Yes, I okay. don't know who the person is. I don't know how light the car was. You know, uh, 
you know, if maybe... It was a go-kart. It was a go-kart or, <laughs> or it was just like filled with helium or filled with light, light beer or something like that. So, uh, but what ends up happening is you do get this extra power. You get this, this, uh, this, this boost of adrenaline uh, that makes you stronger and better at many things in that moment. And so when you think about that, we should allow ourselves to look at this stress that's, that's affecting us in these other areas and say, how can I look at the positive side of it? Okay. Because if, if the whole purpose of a human, the human anatomy, if our, the whole purpose of stress is a protection device, whether it's protecting us immediately or it is allowing us to learn something so that we don't run into the same situation in the future, why don't we use it across the board on everything? Okay. Now this is, uh, there is a psychologist named Kelly, uh, McGonigal. Okay. And what she says is she urges us to view stress as a positive. Her research suggests that stress may only be bad. Are you ready for this? Uh Stress is only bad uh, for those people who believe that it's bad. Okay. Stress is only bad for those people who believe that it's bad. So what they did was they... They did this uh, one test, and it's and it's some great, great research. I had no idea when I was starting to to uh, you know do the research on this. I had no idea how crazy this was. They they took these people with uh, uh, similar amounts of stress in their life, okay. And what they said was they they tested them, and the people who had uh, this high amount of stress in their life and said, "Oh, the stress is bad," they. Uh, their life expectancy was the lowest. Then the people who felt like they had a life that was not stressful, they had a good long life, much, much longer than the people who hated all the stress that they had. But the people who lived the longest... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Wait for it. ...were the people (laughs) who said they had a very stressful life, a lot of stress in their life, but they viewed it as learning experiences and a, a normal part of life. How many people did they test? Thousands of people. And this is a survey. I don't know. This, this sounds is, kind of. No, but this, you ever heard of the, the um, expression, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Yes. That's the exact same thing. So whatever doesn't kill you, the stress uh, of life has to do this so that you makes, it makes you stronger so you can adapt to something greater uh, in the future. Hmm. So the idea of all these things, it's our anticipation when, uh, you're going to, if, if I told you that, oh, it's a monster comes around the corner and you scream and you get scared and you run away, you're going to say the stress that you felt that gave you the adrenaline boost to make you run away was a good thing, right? Okay, I see. Right? Okay. Now, if you said, uh, I was eaten by the monster, then that would be a good thing for the rest of us. But, <laughs> oh! <laughs> but now, now, if it's the same stress that you feel, and it turns out, oh, it wasn't a monster. It was just some little kid or a friend of yours that scared you. You would say, well, that stress you gave me, you caused me this stress that um, it made my heart pound faster and stuff like that. This was not good. I didn't enjoy that. Right? You would say, you would you yeah. would agree with that. But notice it's the oh, exact same routine. It's the exact same thing that happened. But it killed me. Right. Something, And then you're like, now I'm mad at you. Yeah. But yet... Uh, if you didn't have that response and the monster came out, the monster would have killed you. Yeah. So it's a learning process. And over time, what we have done is we've allowed ourselves to say there's a negative part to it. And and a good part of that is because what we do is we don't allow ourselves 
to analyze the stress. We don't allow ourselves to look at the stress in a positive way and we allow it to continue to affect us. Mm -hmm. And that is when it causes physical damage to us. Okay. And we don't want that. Instead, what we need to do is appreciate the stress that life gives us. Bring it on. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, think about anything that you've ever learned. Anything you've ever learned. Wasn't it in many ways a little stressful to learn something new? No, a lot stressful. Okay. But if you led a life, imagine this, if you led a life where you're like, I want no stress. I don't want to learn anything new because of the stress that it could cause me. How terrible a life it would be, right? Uh, think, and you're shaking your head. No, that sounds like a really good life. Uh-huh. Uh, think about this, that uh, people who retire, all right, they have had, they have stressed their entire life because they're working. They're working hard, trying to be successful. Then they retire, and they they just say, well, now I'm gonna, I want to live a stress-free life. And what ends up happening? They end up dying very quickly because we need a certain amount of stress to continue like working those muscles within us. It's just like we stress our muscles when we're lifting weights and everyone's, everyone is always telling everyone, go out and exercise. But you also have to exercise that stress muscle within your body Mm. because you need to be able to handle that because that, that, that changes everything about you, the way you react to every situation. If you, uh, I just saw a movie over the weekend with Christy. It was a movie called The Triangle of Sadness. Have you ever heard of it? It was no. up, It was up for like one of the Academy Awards. It sounds not good. No, well, no, it no. It sounds it's, very depressing. It was actually uh, uh, called a comedy, although I wouldn't have, I, it was difficult finding what was funny in it. There was funny spots to it, but it was interesting because, and the reason I'm bringing it up now is it talked about the social classes? There were some very poor people and some mega, enormously rich people. And when the, and I'm not going to get into detail about the movie because I don't want to ruin it for people, but during the movie when they switched places and they needed the poor people to like do things, do certain things, the rich people were incapable of it because they had never learned it. They had never seen the stresses involved oh. in the day to day. And they were like, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to do. And you could see the stress in them that they didn't know how to handle this. But yet the people who were uh, the poor people, the poor people could handle it because they were like, I've been living a stressful life my entire life. This is this nothing. is nothing. Exactly. And so this that's another example of how we have to allow stress into our life. But what we need to do is we have to really learn from it. We have to look upon stress every si- stressful situation and if you can't answer it with the serenity prayer in other words i'm going to try to let it go you have to say what can i learn from it why is my body acting this way in this particular situation all right that's what's so that's what's so very so if a monster's chasing you yes stop and think huh why is my body thinking and then you're going to get eaten well i think most of us would know to keep running if a monster (laughs) is chasing us i think you when you're saying about the rich people and the poor people i think you're gonna um about the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, think about that. There was there was a little bit of stress with them when they were put into a, a different situation, yeah. a spot where they were not used to. Both They're, of them, yeah, actually. Exactly. Eddie Murphy becoming rich, that, right. he was out of his comfort uh-huh. zone. And then the Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd right. was mega rich, got put in a and poor situation. That's it, exactly. And he was right. all and stressed so, out. Uh, but both of them learned to deal with it, accept the stress, and make it made themselves stronger. And they were able to deal with it and grow as opposed to just saying, 
this is too much stress, I can't handle it, and they fall apart. Well, Dan okay. Aykroyd did have Jamie Lee Curtis exactly. by Which his is, side. Yeah, so. so he had that going for him. <laughs> all right, so stress is part of life, all right? Uh, but let's not let that stress, uh, let's not let that stress us out, okay? <laughs> Sorry, I was twisting over my tongue. Uh, like anything else, uh, some stress can actually be good for you. Think of it as a motivator. That's what the stre- that's what stress does. Uh, the beneficial stress is called, here's a new word for you, Uh-oh. eustress. That's what, what benefits oh. stress is called. It's just spelled like, like stress, but it's E-U-S-T-R-E-S-S. So it's stress with an E-U in front of it. Okay. All right, so it's eustress. Uh, this is the type of exciting nervousness associated with things like good news at work, first dates, those butterflies in your stomachs, uh, all those kind of things that are the good things. Yeah, but uh, okay. on the first dates, oh, yeah. you get the butterflies, yeah. that was not fun. Well, you next time order something else at the restaurant. Okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, here, here's a, a, a great example. I think it was done with a Harvard University that they had a professor talk to these people before they had to go out and give a presentation. Okay. All right. Uh, or before they had to take a test, something like this. But it falls in line with when I was doing all these, a lot of speeches. And even when I do now, when I do presentations in front of companies, uh, I, I'm honest with everybody. Before I go and before I start, I have this, like, not a panic attack, but a, a stress attack where I'm like, oh, my God, here I go. I'm about to start talking. I'm about to walk on stage. All these people are going to shut up and listen to me. And it's it's a stressful moment. I bet. Okay. And I talk to some people that go, ah, I don't feel that. I'm so used to it. And my feeling is always, if you're that comfortable with it, and you're just walking out there in front of these people and talking, to me, it seems like you don't really care that much about your message, or you don't really care that much about the audience. I care so much about the message I want to share that it gets me nervous. In other words, I say, I hope I deliver it in a way that they get it. I hope they understand it. I hope that uh, my message is worthwhile. Okay, and that's the nervousness. Now, the study they did at Harvard was this. They went to these uh, these people, and they told half of them before they went on, and this is, I love this. I absolutely love this. Before they went on, they asked, they told half of them, just calm. Take a deep breath and just be calm, knowing they were stressful. Go out there and just deliver your presentation. The other group, what they said was, oh, you, you're excited. You know, that's excite. You know, feel excited. Say to yourself, I'm excited before you go out there. And when they finished, they surveyed both groups. And the people who were told or coached to be calm before they walked in there, uh, their presentation was received less than the people who were told be excited. Uh, In other words, take that feeling and turn that, that feeling. It's not fear. It's excitement. Their message got across better to the audience. And they were feeling the same thing, that that stress. But this, uh, they what they did was they took this idea of stress and they turned it into a positive. And they said, don't try to eliminate it, okay? You're about to go on stage. You're going to feel stressful. Don't try to just cover it up and say, calm down, take a deep breath, it'll go away. No, what they're saying is use it and make it exciting. Go out there and attack the world. And those people were so much more hmm. uh, uh, better prepared and better better understood. All right. So that's that just further proves this idea of grabbing that stress and looking upon it in a positive way. Interesting. All right. Okay. So what I want to do is this. I want to go through the bacon. And for those of you who've just tuned in to us, never listened to bacon bits with Master Happy. There's no one out there. I I I don't know. I don't know. But Mm -hmm. there might be. 
I you don't know. know. I think everyone listens to there's, us. There's new people born every day. Oh, good point. Exactly. Okay. So there you go. So there might be some people out there who never listened to Bacon Bits. So what we do is we tackle all the world problems like this stress, anxiety, uh, hunger, comedy, anything that would... Any, hunger. <laughs> a hunger for new uh, new episodes. All right. Uh, we ha- handle or we tackle every one of the world's problems. And what we end up doing is we look upon them. And what we do is we uh, we push bacon on them. Not the uh, bacon for chewing. The bacon for doing. There you go. We use the acronym B-A-C-O-N, and we sol- We try to solve the world's problems. I had to hesitate for a second. All the, all the computers in this room just reset. That was pretty neat. Oh, I, I was, just, you're I looking just, at all like, of a sudden, the they all, they all flashed like something awful was about to happen, but it just. Oh, so, I, they look yeah. like they're down. Yeah, they or down or up. And so I don't know if the people out there in Radioland are, are hearing us. Uh, so, but we'll keep but you on know going. What? We're going to keep on. Oh, talking. you know it, baby. All right. So anyway, so let's get into this. Uh, let's bake in that stress. You ready there, Tiff? Okay, we're baking it. All right. So the first thing is B. I want you to think of this a balanced lifestyle. All right. In other words, understand that stress happens and life is kind of like a roller coaster. We're going to have lows and highs and highs and lows, okay? Twists and turns, ups and downs no all the time. No matter what. Exactly. And as much as we'd like life to be wonderful all the time, it would end up getting boring if it was wonderful, high energy, everything happening the right way all the time. Life would get boring. And I see this look you're giving I me. Know. Like, I, I, I don't know about that. Know. All right, you, you're familiar with the yin and yang, yes. correct? Okay, so the yin and yang is that perfect example of that, that it's showing that life is a mixture of uh, darkness and light. It's good and bad, okay? And within all the darkness, there's a little bit of good, and within all the light, there's a little bit of darkness, all right? And the idea behind that is if, if we could never experience ugliness, if we never experienced ugliness, how could we actually appreciate beauty? If we didn't see evil... How could we appreciate uh, kindness? All right. We need something. We need the opposite to help us appreciate the good. If um, if we didn't know hunger, we could, wouldn't appreciate uh, a, fill, a full belly. Okay. And so it's we need a little bit of the negative, that balance in our life. We need the negative so that we can help us appreciate the positive. And we need to understand that there's going to be a lot of lows in life and a lot of highs in life. And that helps us understanding that we live lived a balanced life. And when we have, when we're in a stressful situation, we're thinking, I don't want to be here and I'm trying to learn something from this. Also just understand things are going to get better. And this stressful situation is going to make life better because we're learning from this. We're growing, we're becoming stronger. Hmm. That's what I mean by a balanced life. All okay? right. So remember we talked about every, you know, our life is all about climbing those mountains, right? Until someone pushes you down. Until someone pushes you down. Boy, you're just a lot of doom and gloom today. And you got to just get right back up and start again. And remember, the the climb is rocky and it's rough terrain, but that's the stressful part of the climb is what makes it worth it. Mm. If it was just a walk in the park, you know what it would be? A walk in the park. park. I was going to say, a walk in the park? (laughs) Yeah, there you go. All right, so B was a balanced lifestyle. A is this, acceptance and avoidance. Okay? In other words... Sometimes what we need to do is we have to just deal with what life gives us. All right. We, it's, it's easy to say, I'm just going to go in the corner and pout. Oh, I'm good at that. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we have a round studio. So she's got no corners to pout in. Um, So 
In other words, what we want to do is we have to deal with what life gives us. Accept it for what it is. Uh, try to make some good out of it. Also understand that sometimes we might not be able to to know what, why, what am I learning from this? What is the sense in it? Sometimes that kind of stuff happens. And we just have to deal with it. We have to move forward. Uh, we also learn from it that, hey, you know, if I stick my hand into the lion cage and he bites my hand, I have just learned to avoid sticking my other hand into and the lion's cage. it's not the lion's fault. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. All right. I forgot. You stick your yeah. hand in the lion cage and it bites you. It's not the lion's no, fault. No, exactly. And so we learn over time to avoid doing that, right? And so uh, stress that the negativity of that happening has taught us a lesson, all right? So... Uh, for this A, acceptance and avoidance, what ends up happening is sometimes even things that uh, the simplest lesson it can teach us is that there's no lesson to be learned. And so I'm just going to accept life. that It's the lows of life, that things are just going to happen. Not everything wonderful. It doesn't always turn out butterflies and rainbows and, you know, cherry cheesecake. Okay. Mm. Uh, which, by the way, Lauren made a delicious peach cheesecake oh oh my god never was, heard of it, a it peach was, it cheesecake it was like a peach cobbler cheesecake oh it was like two cakes in one it oh absolutely delicious oh all right she is pretty good at cooking she is or very bacon. very good yes all right so balanced lifestyle acceptance and avoidance c is confide and connect now this you'll really like and i think this you, <laughs> you this is this is a lot about you tiffany oh boy all right okay that another benefit of being stressed out is this when we are stressed out we sometimes will reach out to people and say look i can't do this i need help and we lean on our, our friends right mm -hmm. uh, other times when we're stressed out our friends can see that we're stressed mm -hmm. out and they lean on us yes right uh sometimes we see people who are stressed out they're in a bad way and we being good people we reach out to them and we yes. say what can i do for you right we did yes. the whole show on sympathy and empathy right so uh, this whole idea of stress, what it actually does is it pulls people together. It hmm. gives us a reason to come together. Good point. So we're not all just running off in our own directions. We're helping each other. It gives us a reason. It gives it gives us a look that we go, wow, you're someone who needs help. It gives us a feeling to say, I do need help. I need, I need uh, people around me. So it pulls us together, and it's a positive thing. Now, another cool study they did was this is, uh, and this supports a lot of what we've talked over the past year or year and a half, is they did a study with people and they said, uh, we're going to give these severe electrical shocks to someone you care about, like a relative or something like that. And this is part of it, like your relative has agreed to get the electrical shock. All right, you can do one of two things because you're going to sit there and watch them get this electrical shock. And people are like, well, that's going to stress me out. Because, not going to stress me out. They said, yeah, it's shock me. Oh, my gosh. You know, <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> it would stress me out because I don't want my loved one to get hurt, even though they volunteered for it. All right. I still don't want them to get hurt. It might be a little funny. So <laughs> so the question, the question it was might be this. just a little bit just funny, a little, but, but a little but funny. I wouldn't want the, it. <laughs> the little, the thing was this. And let's say maybe it was an electrical shock for a reason. Maybe it was a medical treatment. They have something wrong, and the, what All we right. have to do is we I'll have to give you that All one. Right, I'll go. give you that Good, one. good. Okay. I'm glad I'm pulling yeah, into you're it. You're pulling, I'm pulling me into, into it. it. Yes, you All are. Right. Okay. So what they did was they said, you're going through stress watching, uh, let's say you're going to watch Rusty go through this treatment, and it's going to be this electric. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't even say that with a straight face. All right, so it's Mark, and Mark is going through this, and it's a treatment. It's going to get these electrical shocks, and it's going to be painful, whatever the situation is. Maybe it's not even electrical, but this is what they did. 
you, they're going to offer you two different things. Okay. They're going to say, here's a stress ball you can have and just squeeze the stress ball to go through it. Or would you rather be able to hold Mark's hand? Now, you're not going to get the electric shock. You're just going to hold his hand. And so what happened was they they compared the two and they they monitored the people and they looked at the people who had the stress ball and it was fine, but they saw no uh, no positive change in them. But the people who held the hand of the person, who made a solid connection with the person, not only did it make it easier for the person getting the electrical shock, but it also uh, gave a boost of uh, serotonin and uh, oxytocin. Yeah, uh, to those, it, that's still those computers are done. <laughs> um, it gave them a boost of those those pleasure hormones, and it made it brought them happiness. Aww. And all it was, the only difference was I'm holding your hand or I'm squeezing a stress ball. And either one I'm doing for my own my own benefit. It's, it's my energy going into your energy. Exactly. And exactly. a stress ball has no energy. There you go. There you go. That's it. Unless, I guess, one of the battery-powered stress Unless balls. it's one of the shock balls. Yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> that's right. Remind me. I'll bring one of those in for you. <laughs> right. um, but so it's that whole idea of uh, C is confide and connect. And what we've found is just that that stress brings people together and when when people are brought together it is a faster way to recovery and it is a very it's a quick trip uh like the fast lane to happy town hmm. okay they uh, it it's a, it makes it brings people true happiness i bet it does all right all right uh oh is oh. this oh ob- obvious or obscure all right and then what i mean by this is this pay attention to the things that stress us out now, I think I told you a couple times that, you know, I'm working at something, I'm doing something, and all of a sudden my uh, Apple Watch goes off and goes, oh, your blood pressure just shot up, right? Does and, it? Oh, yeah, it's just like all of a sudden I look, I'm like, what? I don't know why it just shot up. Okay. Like, I'm doing something and I'm not thinking that anything I'm doing is stressing me out, okay? But obviously this is, I'm being monitored, and then other times I'm doing something that I do think would be stressful, and I look and my blood pressure might go up a little bit during the stressful time, but all of a sudden out of the blue it just goes up. And what ends up happening sometimes that gives us a clue to stop and think about all the things that are going on. What's going on in my mind? What are some of the little things that I'm doing? And there might be small triggers that I'm not normally aware of because I would just let that time normally pass away. You know, I would just let it go and say, all right, whatever it is, it's, you know, uh, my watch doesn't work or, or whatever, you know. And so there are some very obvious things that give us stress. And there are some very obscure things, things that we don't even realize. And so it's very important that we kind of monitor ourselves. And it doesn't have to be with a watch. It could be anyway. We're, we kind of know when our heart is racing. We know when our, when our breath is changing. We know that at night when I can't, you know, if you can't fall asleep, ask yourself, why is it I can't fall asleep? Okay. Is it because I'm stressed out about something? And if I'm stressed out about something like that, can I turn that into the fear, into excitement? Like, oh my gosh, like I'm, oh my God, I'm stressed. I'm stressed out. I didn't do something today I was supposed to. Turn it into excitement, but it gives me the opportunity to do it tomorrow. And now I've had an, an additional day to think about it. Yes, but then if you're excited in a good way, you still can't fall asleep. Well, I would rather. It's like uh, yes. if you're excited about going to vacation. Yes. You're still yeah. not going to fall asleep. Right, right. Yes. Yeah, so this is not helping you go to sleep. No, this is about. <laughs> making this a positive uh, experience for you. Because a more positive experience, what ends up happening is you go through the same type of stress feelings, 
but your uh, arteries don't constrict. Uh, you, I mean, you actually go through a different type of uh, biological change, okay? And what we want to do is we want to turn it into a positive experience, which re- leads us to N, which is negative or positive thoughts. It's all about the way that we interpret whatever situation we are in, all right? It's how we interpret it. I mean, you can imagine, let's just say you're lifting weights, and I will just go right back to the very beginning. You're lifting weights, and they're really heavy weights. Now, you know if you push too hard, you're going to put too much stress. On your back. And strain on your back, (laughs) on your muscles, etc. And so too much of it, too much of that stress is going to be bad for us. So too much of any type of stress is going to be bad for us. Too much of too much of the good things in life are going to be bad for us. Okay. Uh, so what we want to do is we want to watch how much of the of these things we're we're doing. We're monitoring ourselves. All right, and we're looking upon them, and we're looking: is this a negative or a positive? And how can I turn it into a positive? And one of the ways is you turn that fear into excitement. I'm looking forward because now I have an opportunity to do something. I have an opportunity to learn something. Mm. I have an opportunity to move on. I have an opportunity to become stronger, braver, better than I was before. Huh? Okay? You, you, you understanding that? I, you're, yes, You're I liking am. that. Okay. Yes, I All right. Am. So I want us to continue to just view it like that. Okay? Find within ourselves, okay, those things that are our are, are triggers. Okay, find the things that make us anxious, that give us stress, that make us that, and then try to needle it down and say, what is it exactly that's happening? And can I turn that energy, that stress, can I turn that into excitement for something wonderful? Okay, and I'm not saying it's easy. It's not a switch that we just turn and go, it's all better. So if, um, phobias. So they always say if you're afraid of frogs, okay, reptiles or whatever, right, right. that you should be by them yes. and, and that will relieve the stress. It will it will make it easier because you're more used to it. Oh. Okay? Because what ends up happening is um it's that same thing. If you're let's say you're afraid of frogs, okay? Would you rather be startled one day by a, a bunch of frogs and you're like, I've oh my god, I don't know what to do or Every once in a while, you see a couple of little frogs, and eventually you start learning that you can touch them, you can pet them. Okay, wow, I I, I know how much you love animals, and all of a sudden it's frogs. You really don't like yeah. frogs, huh? No, I, I don't hate them. They just okay. freak me out. And so when you said about yeah. walking out and seeing all these frogs. Yeah. I know you, like, gonna, the sound tell, of, you gonna, like the sound of frogs. I love the sound yeah. of frogs. But I have to tell you a yeah, go ahead, story. Go ahead. So, yes, I have a thing about frogs. I don't want to hurt them. No. If they're in the yard and I'm mowing the yard, of yes. course I, I but one one night, it was years ago, we have this a retention pond right in front of our house. Okay. And it was raining really, really hard and it started lighting up a little bit and we were taking the dogs for a walk. I'm not kidding. There were thousands of frogs on wow. the sidewalk in the street and they're I yeah. think from all the rain they were probably eating the sure, worms. Sure, maybe, yeah. I don't know. And I'm I'm you couldn't walk on the sidewalk because there were frogs everywhere. Right. I, I was having a panic attack. and exa- I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I cannot take the dogs for a walk. And I wow, went back in wow. the house. Okay. They were all over the yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you said, if oh, frogs all over that. But now. I, I had the flashback. Right. But now, this. right. Yeah. I mean, obviously that doesn't happen all the time. No. Because it would freak anyone then, out. It, that was the only time it ever happened right. again. But imagine if what you did was over time, you allowed yourself to be stressed by frogs. 
go to a pet shop where they have frogs and just look at them I do. through the glass. I do. That I do okay. do. Now you do. Oh, you said do do. I did say do do. <laughs> <laughs> now the I, next I step do do that. is tell the uh, the clerk there uh-uh. at the pet shop. Eventually, a small one, really tiny, tiny little ones. Nope. Okay. No, but that's what I mean. Is you're <laughs> allowing you're you're allowing that stress to go. What do you think? Let me just ask you. What do you think is the worst that would happen if a little tiny frog, like a is a quarter inch, half inch uh, long frog, is sat in your palm? It'll jump on on me. No. You. Uh, how about this? What you do is you 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 put your hand in a box. All right. And inside the box, they put the frog right in your palm, and only for like two seconds. Then they take it off, and you pull your hand out of the box, so it can't jump. Okay. See, I, I, can, I do can do that. Yeah, all right. So that's that's an uh, an extreme uh, connection. But what you end up doing is you do little by little uh, that, and then you do a little bit more and a little bit more. And obviously, we're doing this about frogs because in that rare occasion, <laughs> that one day you're going to go walk the dogs, and you're and there's it frogs was, all over the place. It was cra- it was actually yes. like a scary movie. Yeah, I think that would freak out almost anybody. Yeah, first Mark off. still took the dogs yeah, for a yeah. walk. <laughs> All right. Well, they just dogs away. were probably eating the frogs and stuff. Yeah. 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 Could be. Yeah. Our, so. Yeah. But anyway. All okay. right. But so, that was when you were talking about stress. Yeah. That, so what ends up happening? Okay. But you can you can understand that if you allow yourself a little bit of stress with touching one frog and then another frog, and after a while you suddenly are like, "Eh, they're not that big of a deal." I'm not saying you wouldn't freak out. Still, there are people who do this whole thing where they go, "I don't like flying." But I'm going to force myself to fly a little bit and a little bit. And I'm going to, I'm going to do it. They never completely get over the fear of it. Yeah, this. But what? But think about it. The flying, the same fear that you feel in flying, is the same excitement you feel on a roller coaster. Okay. Other than the, you know, the fear of well, I'm not connected to rails and I don't want the plane to crash. I understand that. But the movement on an airplane is so much smoother than a roller coaster. Okay. See, and I I don't care for flying, uh-huh. but I like I like traveling more than me there you hating go. flying. Perfect. So perfect. when I'm on the plane, I I do get a little stressed and uh-huh. anxiety, but then I'm in the air, and then I get when we're about to land, I get more excitement because I'm there. You go at where I'm and and be. obviously you beat that stress. Uh, you're you're always going to be stressful on an airplane. Correct. No problem. But you can say. I'm excited about where I'm going. Exactly. And so I need to be on the plane to get there. Exactly. It's the same with what I'm saying. That's exactly how I feel, yep. Before I walk on the stage and talk in front of a group of people, that same nervousness, I could allow that nervousness to tell me, don't do it ever again. Just quit. Stop. Okay? Uh, But instead, what I do is I turn it into excitement. I say, can I use that energy, that nervous energy, as a way to make my presentation even more passionate? So is that why you have all, you are the way you are? Which way am I? Very... (laughs) Very uh, talkative. Yes. So when you come into the studio, you're nervous, and that's why you yeah, have Yeah, there's always that little, energy. there's a little bit of, there's always that little bit, oh, man, the first time that we did the radio, okay, uh, remember, I don't know if you remember that whole time, I would I would lean into the mic, I had my hand up on my uh, headset like that. When you were yeah. a guest? Yeah, when I was a guest. The was, first time, yeah, really? Yeah, I was kind of like, all right, well, let's see what happens. I don't know ah. how close to the mic, how far away from the mic no, I was I supposed to be. You, all you, that kind of stuff. You hit it pretty well. Well, that's that's what you get good at, oh. is you turn that that fear, that stress, into an excitement. Like I Remember, because when you guys, you and Kim had invited me to, uh, to be a guest, Kim said, oh, you don't have to come to the station. You can phone in. Oh, right. And being on the phone would have been nothing. There right. was no stress to being on the phone. I'm calling in. Uh, the stress would have been, I don't see anybody. 
Right. All right. And I don't know if I'd be talking and you you two would be like rolling your eyes going, oh, my God. <laughs> right. So I wanted to be in the studio, plus the excitement of just being in the studio. Uh-huh. For those of you out there who've never been in a studio, this is really cool. Just being in a radio stu- studio, <laughs> just like they show in the movies. There's microphones and everything. There is microphones. <laughs> and headsets. And, and computers yeah, that don't work all the that's time. That's right. Well, there's these computers that I'm sure they look like they're working. They're just off. Oh. So anyway. I, and then when you sat here and we questioned you, you're like, ah, oh, Tiffany isn't so bad after no, all. No, I could deal. I, I could, could deal work with her. with her. All right. Oh, look, I just looked at, at the, uh, <laughs> the text I got. So at, at seven o'clock, they said the streaming, somebody had sent me the streaming wasn't working. And then at 7.29, okay, we're on. I think this is the resetting. So anyone who tuned in at 7 didn't hear us, but at 7.29, they heard us. Oh, they missed uh, the best part of the show. Oh, the best part of your show. The best part of the show is the entire hour you're as here. As long as they got to hear my frog story, Exa- I'm all good. That's, that's it. That's <laughs> it. And, and, and not to mention, as we're closing in towards the end, uh, did you have any uh, cool quotes well, for us? Well, I do want to say... So people that missed out in the first 20 minutes, yeah. they could always go to Spotify and they go. could go to iHeartRadio, Heart Amazon the, Music, Amazon Music Podcast. Exactly. Google you could, Podcast. You could get the whole show. It's Bacon Bits with Master <laughs> Happiness. That's right. And you get to hear you get to hear me and and uh the my mocking partner over there. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So give us a quote or All two right. there, Tiferu. Uh the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. Nice. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, the busier you are. Wait, wait, wait. Who said that? that William one? James. William James. He's, All right. He's an he's, American philosopher. Nice. Nice. One of the James brothers. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Probably either. maybe Jesse James' brother. I don't know. But my uh, my brother-in-law's name is Will William James. It's kind really? Of funny. But, but yeah. he's got a, a different last name, I bet. No. Oh, his last name is James? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Isn't that kind of funny? So maybe he wrote it. Okay. Ah, he's pretty smart. So there you go. Might there have. you go. All right. Um, the busier you are, the more intentional you must be. That makes sense? The busier you are, the, the more... The busier in- you are, the more intentional you must be. I would agree with that. You know how when we... Sometimes in life we get so busy, we have a hundred things to, to do. Mm-hmm. And when we have so many things to do, we never do any one thing really well. So we have to put, be more intentional and say, "I'm going to pass. I'm going to push all my interruptions oh, to the side and focus meant. on this." See, there I you knew go. you would know. There you go. So don't let don't let all the stuff stress you out. Focus on importance over urgency. Uh, let's stop telling each other how busy we are. There you go. Follow exactly. <laughs> great, great follow up quote. Yeah, <laughs> because we're not that busy in life. When you think about it, everyone's like, "Oh, I'm so busy. I'm so no." You choose to be busy. You don't have to be that busy. Uh-huh. Think about it. What yeah. is, What is it that you're so busy doing? You know, I had coffee with a friend on Saturday. Okay. And he made that comment, too, because he's just, he has all these businesses and he's uh-huh. so busy. And I said, how do you find the time for it? He yeah. goes, you make the time. Yeah. What you want to do, if I choose to do this, I do it. Yeah. And he, he's like, you just, you make the time of what you want to do. Right, right. And you make it work. Yeah. And so what I heard, and I love this uh, this I- ideology, is it's importance over urgency. And what we end up doing, we have to say, oh, no, this has to be done. This is urgent. And we do that, and we allow all the urgent things, all these interruptions to get in our way. And we never do the important things in life. Mm. 
Now, somebody that's goes, pretty much well, what it, yep. Right. And right some people go, well, what if my house is on fire? That's urgent. Yeah, yeah, but it's really important, too. <laughs> right? So the reason that you, you get out of the house is it's important for you to survive. Yeah. All right. The reason you get your kids and your wife out of the house or your spouse out of the house is it's important. Yes, it's urgent, but the reason you're doing it is uh, it is it is important. important. I mean, it's urgent for you to get your computer out of your house, but it's important for you to get your children out of your house first. Your or your dog. dog. Or your, and your dog. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. Um, go ahead. Okay. Here's, this is, I thought, was pretty good. Yes. It's not the stress that kills us. It's our reaction to it. Bam. Bam. That is it. Exactly. See, Boom. here you were worried. You, you, you were digging up the wrong uh, I, I, quotes. I did. And that's perfect. It's all how we react to it. Is Do we view the stressful situation as a negative or a positive? Yeah. And you have to really try hard to make all these stressful situations positive. Look upon it in some way and say, yeah, this is freaking me out. I don't know how to deal with it. And we can tell, we can talk all day. We could have done an entire show about, oh, you have to breathe. You have to do meditation, do yoga. We could have done that, but we do that in so many things. I want us instead to say stress happens. It's going to continue to happen. It's going to, we're going to face these lows in life all the time. So now it's time to look upon those things in a positive way and say, why is my body acting this way? Okay. Why am I allowing uh, someone, you know, I've done this where I've worked with people and I'm like, oh, I hate working with this person. It's like the person, they don't pay attention. They don't know what they're doing. And all of a sudden. He's I, talking I, about me. <laughs> <laughs> Was it that obvious? <laughs> right. um, and so what ends up happening is you sit there and then you have you walk away and say, why am I, allow, why am I allowing that person to, to take your power? Right. And affect my life and affect my health. Yep. So instead I have to say, okay. Is there something I can learn from this person? Is there or, or learn from the situation? And if there's not, can I continue to live like this? Uh, when I work with uh, some companies and uh, work with like employee retention and getting them to work with them, I've talked. I've I re-interview a lot of employees, and I talked. I, there was this one woman I was talking to, and she was uh, the whole re-interview. She was complaining about everyone in the office. Well, Bill does this, and Stanley does this, and John does this, and and I said, okay. All right, I understand those kind of things happen in life. There's a lot of things people do that we don't agree with. But let's go under the assumption that you can't change anything that they do. Uh, and it's more than an assumption because you can't. That's not your job. <laughs> okay? So you have to ask yourself, can you live with this? If you cannot live with this, all right, you have to contemplate that maybe, just maybe, this is not the right place for you to be working. All right? Now, if those are legitimate concerns of yours, then, of course, we're going to take them up to management and we're going to try to solve the problems. But I said it's always been my experience that when I have one person who ends up pointing out everyone in the room and says every one of these people in the room has a problem, it could be that the one person pointing out the problems may be the problem. Okay? And so you have to learn, you have to ask yourself, can I live with this? And if the answer is no, I cannot live with this because... Knowing wholeheartedly, I don't have control over changing all those other people. If I can't live with it, then I have to make a decision to move along. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, go I, ahead. Okay, I do have one more. Let's hear it. It's, These I, are good ones. These I, are I great ones. I actually like this one. You, wait, you didn't like the other ones? Oh, I, I okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was her way of saying, yay! <laughs> you can do anything, but you can't do everything. Oh, oh. I do like that one, yes. Yes. Short and sweet. That is beautiful. Yeah. That is very beautiful because, um, yeah, I, I I agree with that. You have to choose those types of things. 
we've we've talked about this in the past that the the only things that are really limited to in in life is time and energy okay uh and what we end up doing is we say you know we we have to ask ourselves how much time and energy am i going to spend and what am i getting in return and usually the returns come down to two things money or happiness all right and we talked about the bucket list last yeah, week and yeah. just do, do it. it because you sometime you're not going to have the time and you're not going to have the energy so There's you might as nothing. well do it when you can yeah yeah because one day you're going to say oh my my dream is to be a pole uh dancer i want to i want to study uh pole dancing mm-hmm. i don't know who would say that but somebody yeah say yeah that. say that but then one day you're going to get to a point where you're like uh too old that you can't move like that and you're like i can't do it i should have done it when i was younger so you just do it uh and just you just do it. do it just do it because you you're not promised a tomorrow and you're not promised an opportunity to do those things except when you get the opportunity and like your buddy says you make the time you make to do the it. time yeah you because if it's, time. if it's important to you yes you'll do it you'll if it's, do it if it's not that important you'll push it um aside. since the show is almost over yes when can you do you know the serenity prayer by heart do i know the serenity prayer by heart i know it uh, let's let's see if i can do it okay do it all right so it's god grant me the serenity to i was gonna say oh, I, I was gonna, like, no 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 god grant me the serenity to accept the things, things i, I can't can. I, I I cannot change okay. the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. We should say that like at the end of every show. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should we should try to rewrite it in our own words. Oh, you're okay. going to do that, huh? Oh, and, and so are you. Yeah. That's your new homework. All right. I have one last quote. Oh, this you was, too. This was oh. a simple one. This was not as as good as yours. This was from <laughs> Albert. This was from Albert Einstein. Oh, that's and a good one. And he just one. wrote, I just like this, because he said, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. Oh. Okay, so that was it. No matter how stressed out we are, no matter how awful life is, there's always an opportunity there, whether it's to learn, to change it, view, in other words, view life positively. All right? That's so, good. All right? So now now you understand what I mean about this. Now, when we got go all the way back to the beginning, the, the name of the show was Intentional Stress. Mm-hmm. If you... Imagine this in a world where you could say, I understand stress is positive for me. Stress gives me the opportunity to learn. Stress gives me the warning signs to not do something again. It gives me the warning signs that I could be hurt. I could be going the wrong way. Okay. Stress gives me that, that initial boost of adrenaline uh, and uh, makes me stronger and better so I can deal with those problems, understanding it so, so I can see a positive in stress. Uh, because of that, can I learn to take all the stresses in life and turn them around and make them all as positive as possible? Look upon every stress that gets in my way, everything that, that normally stresses me out and, and, and hurts me and, and scares me and angers me. Can I possibly turn that into a positive? And if you do that, okay, we can end up becoming stronger individuals. And if we can do that and we can understand that, then we start to say, I want intentional stress in my life. I want to hunt out stress. And the stress that I'm looking for are learning opportunities, growing opportunities. I'm going to step outside of my box and do something that I'm not necessarily comfortable with doing. I'm going to go out and do that because that's going to make me stronger and better and greater than I've ever been before. Hmm. And by next week, uh, Tiffany will be petting frogs. Uh, Uh, No. (laughs) But you understand what I mean now by intentional stress. If we can view stress in a positive way, then in order for us to grow, evolve, and become the best version of ourselves, we have to intentionally 
find some stress, some learning opportunities, and become better and grow because of that. All right? All right. That makes sense. All right. Beautiful. Well, what what a wonderful way to end the show. And I hope some people tuned in late or... uh, Hung around and listened to Static for the first half an hour. Well, if they didn't, they could always uh, listen to the Just, podcast. Right. Wherever you listen to podcasts. And someday, watch us on television. You know it, baby. <laughs> all right. So tune into Bacon Bits with Master Happiness. All right. I think we're going to wrap it all up here. All right. Uh, <laughs> Since the computers at, are down, you yeah, can't exactly. see what time we'll it is. We'll see it is. Well, it's, there are different times all over the place. So in the meantime, <laughs> say goodnight, Tiffany. Goodnight, Tiffany. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good night.